Welcome to the Inside Out Style Podcast with Imogen Lamport, your scientist of style. Each episode, you'll get real-world style advice for women of every size, shape, and age. And now, here's Imogen. Hi there, I'm Jill Chivers from Shop Your Wardrobe and Your Type of Style. And I'm Imogen Lamport from Inside Out Style and 16 Style Types too. So today, we wanted to talk about shopping. We want to get behind the dressing room curtain and peek back at what's really going on with ourselves psychologically when we're with shopping, because it's a really fascinating process. And it's something we get into deeply in our Your Type of Style programs. But it is something that, because often it's something that we've never really thought about. We just kind of might do it in a slightly automatic way, not realising what's really going on behind that curtain. And of course, all of us shop um, and some of us have um, great relationships to shopping. We've, we've never thought of our relationship to shopping as being anything other than, you know, helpful and resourceful. And some of us have more fractured or fractious relationship with shopping. I put my hand up to that. Um, but I agree with Imogen. Uh, so many of us just have an unconscious relationship to shopping. It's just something we have to do. We might even enjoy doing, but we don't really think about, well, how do I do it? When am I shopping at my best? What are the things that trip me up or let me down when it comes to shopping? Um, and, and because so many of the choices that we make when it comes to our style are around the process of incoming, um, you know, there's there's a few different elements to you know processes that when it comes to to style, getting dressed, curating a wardrobe, how do we pack, how do we let things go, maintenance, that kind of stuff. Shopping is such a big part of style. You know, how do we think about and manage new things coming into our wardrobe, whether they're new, new or just new to us. And what makes shopping work for us? Of course, I've been thinking about and writing about shopping for over 10 years um, and have a, a lens of conscious consumption. But this lens of psychological type is really, really fascinating because we believe and have discovered that your type informs the way that you shop. And this is what's just so fascinating. And it's just even thinking about so when we're thinking about psychological type often people when they think of a personality type they think oh my type should tell me everything about me but with the the Myers-Briggs or psychological type what it's really telling us a lot about is how we perceive information so how we bring in information and then how we make a decision how we make that judgment and we are always going through this process of, so when we think we're in the shops, we're seeing things, we're looking around, but then we're deciding which shops to go into, which things to pick up. And it's this constant vacillation between those two things, that perceiving function of whether it's sensing or intuition, and then that judging function, whether that's feeling or thinking. And so we're always doing this. It's backwards and forwards all the time. Often so fast, we don't even realize we're doing that. But then, you know, depending on our type, we might spend more time in our perceiving function where we spend more time wanting to go, go to more shops, gather more information, see what else is out there. Or we might be someone who, you know, just wants to get out, get in, get out, get done <laughs> and make a quick decision. Uh, and I don't want, I want to see the first three options and after that I'm not interested. So it's a really interesting thing to think about because this is our type is influencing which of those we are and how we approach shopping and how we make those decisions and whether we, you know, end up with something that's fabulous or end up with something that just is a waste of space in our wardrobe that we have regrets about later. 
And even thinking about whether or not we enjoy shopping, whether or not it feels successful or satisfying to us. You know, I've worked with a lot of women who that term satisfaction is, is really important. Over shoppers often talk about this need to satiate, um, this, this driving need. But when we think about it from a psychological type perspective, if you don't uh, have an understanding of whether or not you're more naturally drawn towards the perceiving end of taking in a lot more information or feeling the need to close off input um, you know, re- uh, information and make a decision, then you can find yourself in a wasteland or you can find yourself overwhelmed. Um, when you were talking before, Imogen, about, you know, I only want three options and then I'm not interested. It might be interested, it might be interest or it might be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I know for some people who are judging dominant, it, it's actually, it feels like I use the term drinking from a fire hydrant. Too many options, it just overwhelms me to the point of immobilization. I cannot move forward because I have too many choices in front of me. And of course, those who are perceiving dominant, they find that if they are forced into making a decision too soon, um, that they never have confidence in that decision because they never got to the end of the process of taking in data. Because it's a fine balance, isn't it? You know, you can you can be taking in so much data, you never end up making a decision, or you can be closing off decisions so soon that a brilliant option was literally seconds, minutes, moments away. And if only you had kept the door open a little bit longer, you might have discovered that. And this is how we know that type is true, because uh, as you're listening to this, you're probably thinking about uh, one or the other of those, or even instances of both, where either you made a decision too soon and you regretted it, or you didn't make a decision soon enough and you regretted it. Um, because this is part of the natural order when you look at life through a type lens. And, and we, we all do both. The thing about balance and psychological type, though, is it's never 50-50. It's not intended to be 50-50. You know, we don't do either equally well at the same time. We don't have the same internal motivation towards one or the other. But we need the opposite of what we're naturally drawn to, um, to have any kind of balance and to either make a good decision or feel comfortable when we do make a decision that we didn't close off our options too soon. Yes. So it is one of those things to start to become aware because if you find I'm stuck in, you know, analysis paralysis, I just don't know how to make a decision. That's probably telling you that there is that you're, you're, you're in your perceiving function. You might need to bring in that judging function, the thinking or the feeling and whether it's, you know, uh, like, you know, is it, does it fit with my values? Uh, you know, that might be a feeling based judgment. Does, you know, will I buy this? Do I find you know, and I have clients where it's, well, their criteria, and this is where developing your own criteria is so important. So for some clients, if, if it was, say, an FP type where they are perceiving dominant, but they will look at things like, well, does it, you know, am I in a store that fits with my ethics? It could be. Um, maybe it's how is this produced? Or am I happy with those things? Do I like the fibre of it? Is it a, a fibre that I'm happy with or is it a fibre that I feel destroys the planet? You know, whatever it is that those values you have um, is going to be informing that choice. But if you can create those criteria. So one of the reasons why so many people have so much trouble, I think, is that they have never defined their criteria. Mm -hmm. And so if you haven't got any sort of defined criteria, you'll find making those decisions super hard. Because yeah. you just don't know, you know, it, it's if I if I can't look at something while well, I'm going, oh, is it, isn't it? And this is where, no matter your type, 
uh, we can bring home the wrong things very easily. And in your type of style, which is our 12-month program, um, we offer in our module that, that has a focus on shopping, uh, a particular model for getting balance in decision-making, which is not to say you ask 50% of the questions here and 50% there, there's actually four points to it, but that you you go to your strengths. You always want to go to your strengths when it comes to type. And, and sometimes what type does is it just brings to consciousness what you naturally do well. So many people don't even know that. That is an awesome thing to know for a start. But it can also illuminate where you have a blind spot. We all have style blind spots. Um, and so it can offer you, ah, here's something that I can ask when it comes to shopping that I would normally never think of that it just gives me that that moment to think of something that's going to be helpful for me because anything great overdone puts you out of balance. And some of us, that's how we've gotten into trouble. We we have some sense of what our strengths are, whether we can describe them or not, but we just overdo them. We, we never get the balance to it. Um, and so when it comes to shopping in our shopping process, we just become lopsided, literally like, you know, towels that get out of whack in a washing machine and just constantly going, you know, that's, that's what it can be like. Um, and to me, this concept of even understanding, taking in information is different from assessing and deciding. That alone can be life-changing because so often we just mesh them together. It just all becomes a mush when we're shopping. You know, we're out and about, we're overwhelmed, we're going here, we're going there, whether or not that's bricks and mortar stores or online, and it just all becomes some, some big mess rather than recognising, okay, there's, a, there's a, a gathering of data process and there's a deciding process. And even just separating them can be life-changing when it comes to how you shop. And something you've talked about a lot over the years, just because you are, you know, you are ESFJ, which is a type that runs on a dominantly deciding, who wants to make a decision, wants to make it quickly, wants to move on. And you know for yourself that where you've gone mistake-wise is when you've made that decision too quickly. So you've, in, you know, instituted your own power pause where you, you have to go away for a period of time before the decision is made. Yeah, yeah, minimum of two hours, sometimes two days, sometimes I make it two weeks. Um, you know, what's interesting is, is recognising and, and whether or not, you know, if you have a similar type to me and you've been an overshopper or not, is recognising the level of uncomfortableness. And we're applying it to start, it can be to anything. It can be to, you know, choosing a holiday destination. It can, choosing a name for your pet, where you're going to go for lunch. It could be anything. Suspending decision-making when you are oriented towards it will generate feelings of uncomfortableness. And this is part of the growth that it offers you, particularly when the consequences of not doing it are so high. So you there's got to be a good why. There's got to be a really good reason why you do it. And I instituted the power pause during my year without clothes shopping and I've used it ever since. And, you know, sometimes it's easy and other times it is excruciating. It truly is. It's like I just, I, I'm over this. I just want to get it done and, and get this out of my head. It's cluttering up my brain. That's how it feels. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's what it can be like when you are oriented towards assessing, deciding, closing it off, the equivalent of I put it in a box, it's all taped up, there's a label that's on that shelf and onwards we go. And, of course, for other people, it's like, well, why would you want to do any of that? Why is there even a box? 
are boxes necessary in this situation? Packing tape, labeling machines. I mean, honestly, who needs any of that? Yeah, but I think it's fascinating. So you've worked out, like, so this is why understanding how you run has really helped you work out a strategy yeah. that works. So, you know, and, I, and then you could actually use that strategy for many different aspects of your life because, you know, I run to decisions too quickly. Um, and so I sometimes make a poor decision uh, versus you have people I regret. Yeah. Yeah, who have the opposite thing where they never make a decision and the decision is made for them because they've left it too long or they've never made a decision. And I, you know, I know people like this where it's like, the endlessness of I can't make a decision because I might make the wrong decision and then basically fate somebody else, you know, life circumstances make the decision for them. Yeah. Um, and they're left rather than having chosen, they're left with whatever it is that they got. Yeah, the clock runs out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is where that for both it is having your criteria sorted out. Because yeah. if you have some criteria that are well thought out, that look at what's important to you and all those sorts of things, then it's much easier to go, well, is this going to be a good decision? You know, yeah. it's kind of creating your own shopping strategy. And that is something we do get into in our your type of style. Um, one of our learner modules, because you've got to learn a lot of stuff before you really should be going shopping. But it is something I think that's so useful to start to figure out because we can see where we've gone wrong. I mean, the average woman can waste like $100,000 on clothes over her lifetime that she never actually wears, which is mm -hmm. a horrifying amount of money. Um, and I think this is where if we can learn how to make great decisions when shopping. Mm -hmm. I will have a wardrobe full of clothes that we like more that make mm. us happier, which makes the everyday getting dressed much easier as well and a more pleasurable experience. But also just save ourselves a fortune um, over our lifetime. And we're going to have the holidays and other things we'd rather have. Um, so, you know, and, I, and this is one of those things, most of us when we're going shopping, we're not intentionally going to want to go and waste money. Um, yeah. but it happens very frequently and it's this lack of knowledge and that's what we really are you know I think knowledge is power it's probably one of my my mottos in life um, and then I think that the more you have that education and that wisdom the easier it is you can develop the criteria you can work out what is and isn't working for you you can understand how you run um, and where those blind spots are as well as where your genius lies as well um, and then you can have that, which just makes the whole process easier. Yeah, absolutely. So if any of this piques your interest, head on over. We'll provide the link to the Your Type of Style page. And there's lots of videos there. Um, we have a bunch of videos um, from people who've done the program based on their two middle letters. So um, if you happen to know what your type is or some element, you can watch those. If you, if you don't know what your type is, that's okay. We include that in the program as well. It's always a, a, a point of discovery the whole program is about discovery we like to keep that learning door open as much as we can so head on over to the your type of style page and have a read and and uh, we would love to have you join us if you are interested in exploring more about the processes that make your style really hum and if shopping in a way that's always going to serve you is a priority for you Thanks for listening to Inside Out Style with Imogen Lamport. 
Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable style and color tips. And don't forget to visit InsideOutStyleBlog.com, where you will discover Imogen's encyclopedia of color and style advice to help you become your most stylish self. If you're enjoying what's here, please leave a review so we can bring you more of the content that helps you adore your wardrobe more so you can get up, get dressed, and get out the door looking and feeling fabulous every single day.